0: Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with me as always. He's in the kitchen. What's he cooking? It's Robot Wars stuff. It's Robbie Armlessly. Hello. All right. That's right, yeah. So, today we're going to not be reviewing the 2017 series that we've all been enjoying on television.
0: No, because we missed out on an episode for tennis, didn't we?
1: So, we're reviewing the tennis. Who who played the tennis?
0: John... <laughs> big John Button.
1: Big John Button. his big racket. <laughs> he extra big racket. uses yeah. the big racket and the yeah. big balls because yeah. they're better. They're better. Because <laughs> you can
0: do that. And he's like
1: <laughs> seven foot tall with arms like tree trunks. Because you can choose to use basketball sized tennis balls in tennis. Yeah. This is street tennis rules. That's street what this tennis. Is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a barbed wire <laughs> 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 net, <laughs> straight from the mean streets of Wimbledon. <laughs> oh no, um, that'd be good. That would be great. I'd play a street tennis video game. I would definitely. Yeah, you remember how like like there'd be a street basketball game, and I think there was a street football game. Yeah. Needed street tennis. Street tennis. Make tennis cool again. I think Mario's kind of got the uh, monopoly on tennis. Mario <laughs> Tennis was like, you know,
0: yeah, Mario Tennis, big yeah. deal. Yeah, there's, there have been other tennis games, haven't there? Virtual tennis, Virtual tennis. That was like a Sega one. Yeah, yeah, um, I guess that was. Yeah, I think there was like an official. I'm trying tennis. to think. I'm
1: sure they attached the tennis to a tennis player's name, like they do with all sports. And
0: oh, I don't know. I
1: can't think of it. Kind of like how Tony Hawk has Pro Skater. I think they might have done a game based around a tennis player. Tony Hawk's tennis. Federer? <laughs> Federer's tennis, maybe? I don't know. I'm going to guess. It. It's a wild swing. I've I don't not, know.
0: I've not seen a Federer's tennis game. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much.
1: I don't think I've ever bought a tennis game, so I couldn't tell you. <clears throat> I have maybe six, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know what they are. Six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them have you played? Zero? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's- only six. <laughs> only six. I mean, there's a good chance that there are only six. <laughs> yeah. So there's probably only five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got this one twice. Okay. So no, we're not going to be reviewing tennis because we've just established that we don't understand anything about it. But what no. we do understand is robot wars. I'm a bit hesitant to say we understand or comprehend 1995 Robot Wars.
0: I was about to say, you may think you understand Robot Wars, but there'll be stuff you see in the 1995 Robot Wars competition, the second annual Robot Wars, that will change your whole output on on what (laughs) this is all about. There's going to be some weird stuff here.
1: (laughs) Let's have have a quick flashback to when we tried to review old-fashioned, old, old, old old-fashioned Robot Wars last time, and it was... It was chaos. We found a VHS recording that had been uploaded onto YouTube and a documentary that most of it was just like house music. Yeah, it was you know? it was more
0: a house music feature yeah. where the robots were the music video as opposed to the robots yeah. being the feature. We saw some interesting stuff. There. That was the first ever robot wars competition
1: that we saw. Yeah, back then. And, and I mean it's obviously it's changed, but I mean the main change has been the budget because when you think about it they kind of had a primitive house bot. Yep. They did. And they had some primitive, um, hazards. They did have hazards. Yeah. I mean, they were hazards. <laughs> Might be generous, <laughs> but they, they were there. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, there was, it was the prototype. It was, yeah. Everything was the proto version of itself. Yeah. So
0: we are looking at August 1995 on Friday, August 18th. We had the second annual Robot Wars weigh-ins the following Saturday and Sunday with a competition, so it was a weekend event, held at the Fort Mason Center in San Francisco, which was filled to capacity. Really? Indeed, yeah. Wow. Considering people couldn't have seen much of the previous
1: Robot Wars, because we didn't see much of the previous Robot Wars... I, saying a lot. I mean if you're if it's nineteen ninety five and you walk past a flyer or a poster and it says robots fighting each other, you know yeah, that's, that's, that's that's gonna be a nice weekend. We're gonna be in a
0: thirty by fifty-four foot arena. It's pretty much the same arena as they used in nineteen ninety four. So the hazards being giant football net things that awkwardly fall on you and just floppy bits of plastic waving around in the corner. <laughs> that's and the big pendulum. Oh the pendulum,
1: I remember that. That's essentially
0: it. That's really what the arena is. Just and it's again a case of you can reach out and touch the robots if you're in the front row.
1: So it's actually kinda lucky that they didn't have modern technology. Someone would have got very
0: lucky. Very, very lucky. It has an asphalt surface. Just thought I would throw that in there since I have the information. Yeah. And we're looking at traditional tournament rules: randomly drawn. Then you have your first bracket, your next bracket, next bracket. You know, winners go move on, losers leave. Simple as that. Brilliant. Five minute time limit matches. I don't. I think most don't go for the full time. Um, I think we're looking at a case of most robots will just not work.
1: but that's a good point
0: but they have a five minute time limit which is fairly long actually yeah you can win via three different methods i suppose you got immobilisation, which is thirty seconds, no movement.
1: That's a long old time to.
0: That's a long wait. old time. <laughs> you think modern robot wars is ten seconds, and you're immobile if you can't. Was it move within your own circumference? Yeah. So you're not just completely still. Christ. So immobilisation takes a lot here. Now, if it goes the full five minutes without either robot being immobilised, it goes to the judges, the audience,
1: who no. decide
0: via who they cheer for the loudest on a decibel
1: meter oh my god that's genius or in other words
0: it won't matter what happened in the match whatever one they like to look of the most is gonna go through no matter what (laughs) that's brilliant if it's near equal on the decibel meter then it goes to a panel of three judges who will judge based on damage aggression and control okay so that's where that started
1: that's uh, a long time ago that's kicked
0: in yeah Yep, and the judges can disqualify you for excessive evasion. So, being a coward. Yeah, if you just spend the whole match running away, the judges can disqualify you. Now, there was a plan for an autonomous robot fighting tournament in this. Which I don't believe happened. So robots which would control themselves fighting. Ha- wh- yep, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, 1995. I don't think there were many amateur engineers who could make yeah. autonomous robots that could reliably fight each other to an interesting degree.
1: I can't even figure out how that'd work. Are we talking like some sort of like rudimentary AI? Or
0: yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Roomba. It's <laughs> <That's> about. <laughs> I think it's about as a, a sensor on it just bumping into each other. Now we have four weight classes. Mm-hmm. We start at the super lightweight or featherweight, mm-hmm. which is two to 20 pounds. Oh, yeah. Lightweight, 21 to 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. Middleweight, 41 to 80 pounds. And the heavyweights, 81 to 160 pounds. 160. 160 pounds. Walkers can enter and they can enter the previous weight class, the weight class prior to them. So they can, if you have a middleweight walker, you can enter it into the lightweight tournament as an incentive to make a walking robot. Because not a lot of people are going to... No, and they tend to be kind of vulnerable, having legs. Yeah, good point. Now, all of these rules were subject to change, so I don't know if any of them did. They may have. (laughs) This is just from a big list of build rules and stuff that I found online regarding the 1995 Robot Wars competition. God. Now, the way we're going to review this is we're going to... Go through each of the divisions, tournaments. Mm-hmm. We'll watch each of the matches. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is we'll watch a match and then immediately record our reactions to it. Perfect. That sounds like the best way to do it because there's quite a lot to cover here. And it, I think it'd be easier to do it that way. I don't than want trying to, be to like, remember.
1: I think if I watch it all in one go and then try and talk about it, I'm going to be overwhelmed. I think a lot of the
0: first matches as well we'll just forget about. <laughs> we won't really know. We can't, we'll, we'll mix them up. I think, because there's a lot of matches that just don't last long. Yeah. You know I mean? We're looking at lots of matches and most of them have nothing really happens. That makes sense. Some matches do not exist. They have, there's no footage of them. Oh. So that's just the way it is. I'll, I'll mention it when that's the case. And what I figured we'll do is we usually talk about the robots beforehand. We'll talk about the robots as they first appear. Good idea. So we'll review a match. We'll t- talk about the robots in that. And then next time they appear, we won't have to talk about what they are anymore. Simple as that. Great. It makes it nice and easy to review because this is a big mishmash of videos we can find on YouTube that hopefully will cover the full event of Robot Wars 1995. Exactly. There are a bunch of multi-robot melees. I have no idea what sort of order or anything they're supposed to be, so we're just gonna... Maybe we'll watch a couple of them at the end just to see what they were like, but I can't find any logic in how the melee system worked. So we're going to mainly focus on the four weight class tournaments to crown the four Robot Wars 1995 champions. It's an Activate special. It is the Activate bonus episode, and we'll move on to the heavyweight division to start with, the big boys. I figured we'll we'll work downwards, because trust me, there's some interesting stuff on the lighter weights. So round one. The first match, like I said, traditional tournament rules. Mm -hmm. So whoever wins these matches will go through to the next round. Whoever loses are are out completely. Mm -hmm. The first match was between Cyber Knight and Spirit of Frank. Don't bother looking it up on YouTube. This is one of the few matches of which there is no footage available. Unfortunately, who goes out? I can tell you that Cyber Knight wins. So we'll talk about Cyber Knight when we see him in round two.
1: Spirit of
0: Frank. Spirit of Frank. I'll tell you about Spirit of Frank. It was a cylinder. It looked like a barrel hmm. with a hammer on the side of it. it basically a thwackbot. Wow. But a barrel and a hammer.
1: That's a good idea. Good oh, idea. to win. Oh.
0: And we're not going to see anything of that.
1: Oh. So Spirit
0: of Frank. I was going to say dead, but it's already a spirit. Woo! So unique. Very unique for the time. Yeah. But that's that. That's There you go. That was okay. the first match. Match two. We can <laughs> finally watch a match. Brilliant. Match two in the heavyweight division is Thor versus Merrimack. Okay, we're going to watch that match, and then we're going to review it. Let's do this. So there you go. You saw your first footage of Robot Wars 1995. Thor versus Merrimack. Your
1: thoughts. 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 I think we made that joke last time.
0: Yep, this is not the same Thor
1: that we know, and it's not related in any form, just All, so you know. Although, there are some similarities. Are there? Well... It was going mental, and it was hitting everything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That it certainly was. And it was quite quick.
0: Thor's a pretty good robot. This isn't the first time you've seen Thor. Mm. If you remember the very, very first episode of Robot Wars we watched, mm-hmm. they started by showing us a little bit of Robot Wars USA. Of course and they did. Thor yeah. was one of the robots of we course, saw there. Yeah. So this is actually one of the more successful heavyweight robots of the time. Wow. Thor is a big brown thing with a big claw thing on the front, which sort of comes... The claw it almost looks like an insect of some sort. Yeah, it's
1: like this horrible, jagged metal bar that's all broken up with teeth. and
0: Yeah. And it comes down with quite a bit of force. And Merrimack is a trapezoid wedge bot. All four sides of it is a wedge and each wedge is a a flipper it's more like the
1: armor it's, can just come off yeah <laughs> exactly it's kind of got that um that elvis technique where it just sort of reveals its weakness every it's, now and again <laughs> it's not the best flipper
0: but i suppose it is a very early flipper hmm. a very very early flipper one of the very first the match itself how would you describe this other than well let's address the uh, video quality to start okay
1: with. so just to get it out of the way it's very difficult to watch We can't figure out whether the person filming it was facing the studio lights, if they had any, or it might be open top and that's pure sunlight beaming down and blinding everyone. (laughs) It's like a field of snow. It's (laughs) so white. Everything
0: is completely white. Every now and then you see a robot emerge from the smokiness and usually it's just Thor thwacking away with its hammer thing I mean, wildly.
1: As, as they move to the right of the arena, they start to become a bit clearer. A bit more but visible, that doesn't yeah. happen very often because Thor is in control and Thor is pushing in that direction away from the, the shadows.
0: It's basically four minutes of Thor being in control and mm. smacking Merrimack over and over. Not a lot really happens more than that. What about the noise? Oh, the soundtrack, which appears to be just a saw blade or an engine going off in the background permanently. Exactly. Maybe a mm. lawnmower. Just a constant lawnmower that's been left on. <laughs> right next to the
1: camera. Right That next is to all the you camera. can hear.
0: Neither one of these machines has a saw. Yeah, you
1: can clearly hear, hear some kind of blade saw. going. And smoke everywhere. So we're assuming that they're both running off like... Petrol, and that's just exhaust everywhere. I can't be. think what else is
0: going on. Unless they thought it would be a cool effect, a smoky arena, but you can't see anything half no. the
1: time. It just makes it harder to see because the sunlight's just glistening off all of this smoke. <laughs> God, we've got so many more matches of this. Oh my God. The, okay. The video
0: quality does improve, but your thoughts on Thor versus Merrimack?
1: Well, Thor was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, Four's because that one. is dependable. There have been bots in the latest series that have failed to do what Thor was doing. <laughs> well, consistently going. for four minutes. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, didn't struggle at all. Just kept hammering away. So big up Thor. Um, yeah, Merry Mac d- didn't really have any offense, but didn't seem to be equipped with of any offense either. <laughs> so just the, the armor just every now and again would just float up and down, like as if it wasn't on purpose. And, <laughs> and that was it. Really got mismatched against four there. <laughs> Random drawing, so at least we Ouch. know it's fair. So. Well, that's true. Okay, so four wins. Four wins. So we've got our second robot through
0: to the next round. We'll go on to match number three of the heavyweight division. This is The Master versus Painful Wedgie.
1: <laughs> Do you want to say that again?
0: This is The Master versus Painful Wedgie. 58 seconds later, here we are. Yeah, Much better video quality, let's say that much.
1: Oh, big time. But they were fighting in a different part of the arena, kind of, I guess. Most of the time, yes. Good point. Yeah. The Master is pretty well established. We
0: know of the Master. We've seen the Master fight before. He was the. Uh, it was Master versus Thor, the match we saw in the very first episode of Robot Wars. The Master, a legend for this time. Probably the most successful bot for its time. Very, very successful. Very good bot. And a really well-made bot uh, mm. with an actual interesting design to it. It's not box with wheels, which is what ninety percent of what we're going to see is. <laughs> it's an axle bot with a lifting wedge on one side, which, like you said, opens kind of like a crocodile's mouth. Yeah. One part of it stays on the ground. I the thought other it was going to be more of
1: a crusher than a lifter when I first saw it. I mean, it's
0: its main yeah. aim is to lift, but I suppose it could bite. Yeah, and a saw on the other side, which was yeah. pretty strong for the time. Um, the weapons can be replaced with a whip paddle. Really?
1: Yeah. A whip paddle.
0: It's a long, thin strip of metal with a little thing on the end, and it just flails about
1: horribly. Odd mod. Painful wedgie. What is, is painful wedgie? Because I didn't get to see much of it. A weaponless box wedge. Mm-hmm.
0: Very steep and tall, kind of defeating the purpose of being a wedge. Big time. The front wedge has got... I mean, look how steep that wedge is at the front. It is really steep... It's very thin, the robot itself.
1: Yeah, it is tall. It's the least practical shape for a bot. Tall and thin. Tall, easy to knock over, doesn't have any sort of wedge that could benefit it. No defence,
0: no offence it moves forward about a metre the Master just goes over picks it up and the Master is immediately declared the winner after yeah. it's picked up we never even put it on the floor again no, that's it, it lifts it up
1: as if it's an empty cardboard box yeah. just lifts it into the air and then just starts circling with it and that's it announce the winner brilliant the Master wins and goes through to the
0: next round well done Master we'll move on to match number four Mauler 95 versus the Mulcher there is no footage of this
1: Oh. I'm not even going to write anything down for it, then. Mauler 95
0: is the successor to the South Bay Mauler from last not time. Not
1: South Bay Mauler. The
0: South Bay Mauler, meat man. Damn. It's an early, early spinner. Flails on it more than anything else. The mulcher is a archway-shaped wedge plus spinning blade thing. As a matter of fact, no. They may not have this match-up on YouTube, mm-hmm. but what they do have is the Mulcher performing a demonstration. So if you look up Mulcher <laughs> Robot Wars.
1: Mulcher. Robot. War. <laughs> it's there. It? Oh my god, you weren't kidding. It's like some sort of... It is an archway. It's almost <laughs> its own tunnel. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a tunnel. Okay, let's give this one a quick watch. What are we looking at here? I think it's just destroying so just, some polystyrene. It is. It's just running over polystyrene. I think it's got like it advertises the team on the side. Nada design. Noda design. So, yeah. So it's it's like a cave on wheels.
0: <laughs> it's the and I think the idea thing. is maybe
1: it was expecting smaller bots. It's chewing up anything that it eats. It's almost like Pac-Man going about. <laughs> it is a big. It's big and yellow, isn't it? It is. And maybe like a wood chipper on wheels, it's just sort of like everything's just getting eaten up by it. It's a great spectacle, but completely impractical unless it's fighting much smaller bots, because nothing's going to actually end up in the mulcher. No, nothing's going to go inside the mulcher's horrible cave
0: that it has on the front of it. It's such a bizarre robot. What are we looking at? Look, it's just... It looks like a bouncy castle. It kind of does. It has an inflatable look to it.
1: It almost got stuck on a bit of polystyrene. So it's a cave with a saw inside it. Basically. Yeah. And it just goes about eating things. It mulches things.
0: I can tell you. Technically, it lost. It got DQ'd. For what? No one knows. No. What? It's unknown.
1: It, it lost just got to
0: DQ'd. Got, yep. The reason for its disqualification is lost to time itself. Oh. So the 95 went through by default. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mm-hmm. You do have to wonder, don't you? Don't know whether it ended up above a weight limit, whether there was something wrong with it.
1: It's fairly big. All the
0: video is calibrating.
1: <laughs> Never Simon's not seen that in a long time. VHS needed to calibrate there. Um, okay, so at least we know what the mulcher looks like now, but uh, tin file hats at the ready for wh- why ever it got DQ'd. I have no idea, but it got disqualified
0: for some reason or another. It obviously didn't meet the build rules correctly. Oh, R.I.P. Mulcher. So, Mauler95 goes through. We'll see more of Mauler <laughs> later on. Now, on to match number five Doomor versus Creeping Death. Well, that was quite a match, wasn't it?
1: Well, where do we start with that one?
0: Well, let's talk about the bots. You've got Doomor, which mm-hmm. is a dome shaped robot, but just the frame, no armour, with on the front of it, a lance, a protruding spike that it can shoot out, that it can also aim. So it sort kind of lifts up and down.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of looks like an industrial tool. It does.
0: It looks like a. It's like really quite uncomfortable looking about it yeah. when it pokes its spike out.
1: It's hypodermic, kind of yeah, something very sinister about it. But I mean, it it, it just looks like something out of like a sci-fi film from that era. Creeping death, a wedge bot which uses tracks it has a
0: lance attached to the side of the wedge it's kind of strapped
1: there oh i see it now yeah
0: yeah it's very much an afterthought that lance there big time and it also has a lot of spikes on the side for defense the match itself Well, do you want to provide a running commentary for that one
1: yeah <laughs> it's difficult really to uh so creeping death doesn't work and do more works within its own limitations. <laughs> do more can move; can. Creeping death can't. Exactly, that's the deciding factor here. It's two minutes of Do More
0: desperately trying yeah. to hit a large static target <laughs> and failing miserably. I tell
1: you what, one one bot can move, one couldn't, <laughs> and it was still close. <laughs> <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs>
0: Do more does need to do more in this case. Poor weapon, to (laughs) say the least, and just
1: awkward shape. It seems to be in the way of itself. Yeah, it's just sort of ambitious, I guess. Too ambitious, maybe a little. No, there's not much else to say, to be honest.
0: No, do more wins by default mostly because creeping
1: death did not work. And then do more sort of try to do some like fan service at the end and actually like lance it but keeps kind of missing and then they just sort of give up
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it the ending is just someone in the background yelling no 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 it doesn't work and that's it (laughs) it just ends at that point beautiful stuff all right match number six the final match of the first round of the heavyweight division we are looking at Namreco 2000 versus blendo blendo so for the first time, we see world's first full-body spinner and first true spinner, Blendo. Made by Jamie Heineman of Mythbusters fame, mm-hmm. um, with Adam Savage of Mythbusters fame doing the wiring and electronics. The way this machine starts is dodgy to say the least. It has to be manually started. Using a drill in the top of Blendo to start the internal combustion weapon motor. Wow. So the match literally starts with Jamie walking in, going straight up to his robot, putting a drill in the top of it, waiting for it to get up to speed, which is around five for 600 RPM. Enough to probably take Chunk out of his leg if yeah. he
1: went too close to
0: it. And then he just has to run away before it, yeah. gets, before it gets out dangerous. of hand. Yeah, It's a dome with... Uh, Sort of an extended blade coming out of the bottom which is sharpened. Yeah. Pretty dangerous for the time, to say the least, especially considering there's no real
1: crowd protection. Not as much as we have now. If something went arcing up into the audience, it's just gonna kill someone. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. Now
0: Namreco two thousand is a Dalek. Mm. Just straight up. Exactly. Squash Dalek. It's the middle section of a Dalek. So and instead of the arms of like the plunger yeah. and stuff, it's
1: just some spikes straight up that's all Namreco is. The match itself? Well, Namreco trying to tanks most of the hits, but it doesn't actually have a way of combating Blendo. Blendo's going nuts in there. Blendo just spins, just spins yeah.
0: and waits. I think the only problem with Blendo I can think of is how the hell can you tell what way's forward? It just sort of hovers around on the spot yeah. a lot because I'm guessing controlling it's pretty difficult yeah. when you can't tell what the front is or the back or whatever.
1: It doesn't matter though because it ...is awesome.
0: Yeah, a few big hits, and Nemreco stops working. Yeah. Another disadvantage to Blendo is, since it has to start up the spinner with a manual
1: drill... If it loses the spin, it's gone.
0: It's gone, yeah. So if
1: something tanked a spin hard enough, that'd it would, be it. It would stop. How do they stop it after the match? Maybe you just wait.
0: Or maybe there is something in there that which can just manually stop the uh, the weapon motor. Either way... Blendo. For Blendo. the first time, we're go. looking at the first big time spinner,
1: and it won a match quite convincingly. It really did. I was just like completely taken aback, other than the manual startup side of things. <laughs> the bot itself was awesome. <laughs> quite competent, which yeah. is really unique for the time. Yeah, and it did the job. It did the job really well.
0: Beat a Dalek. <laughs> Blendo onto round two. and That's what we're going on to now. Round two of the heavyweight division 1995 Robot Wars. The first match is Cyber Knight versus Thor. We learned what that soundtrack was in the first match. So that's just the sound of Thor getting about the place. Yeah, Thor makes a loud revving noise continuously.
1: Do you think it's maybe got some sort of lawnmower aspect to it there?
0: might have a lawnmower engine or something similar to that one. Well, of The maybe. petrol ones, I think it probably yeah. does. Cyber Knight. This is the first time we're seeing Cyber Knight. How would you describe
1: that? Okay. It kind of looks like a squashed speedboat, or as you said, a worktop with the tools out.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like
0: no base plan to it at all. I think the speedboat one's good because at the front, just imagine a speedboat with a saw on the front. Yep, just there. And then at the back, there's the engine. There is literally a
1: speedboat <laughs> engine, as far as I can tell. Just a smaller, more compact one. <laughs> just there. Yeah. Am I (laughs) exposed completely? See, my first thought in this match was Cyber Knight was so flat to the ground that Thor wouldn't be able to hit it. And that was proven wrong within about four seconds of the match when Thor just went (laughs) mental at it. Thor is impressive. It's such an incredibly
0: insane bot. (laughs) It just... Beats the living hell out of Knight. It just keeps hitting every part of it yeah. until Knight stops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. I still think like it's cool if you imagine it being like an axe or an arm, but it's much better if you imagine that it's Force Head. And he's just headbutting repeatedly everything in sight <laughs> Until as it fast dies. as it can. Stop! 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it does in the end. Cyber Knight does just
1: stop. Stops, and then that's it. Just kind of cuts Cybernight off there, and that's the end of it. At one point, Cyber Knight decides to spin on the spot as some kind
0: of desperate attempt of thwarting off Thor, but Thor just stands still and just
1: keeps hitting yep, it. No, over does not and over stop. Again. Ignores all tactics. All. Defense that Cyber Knight was busting out and just kept headbutting it until it was dead. It worked pretty well. Cyber Knight lost miserably. Thor, convincing victory, victory for four again.
0: Yep, four through to well, what is essentially the semi-final slash finals. Can anyone
1: stop Retro Four? We'll soon find oh, out. I suppose we will find out, won't we?
0: The second match of the second round mm-hmm. of the heavyweight division yep. is the Master versus Mauler ninety-five. Well that was quite an epic. That was epic. That was a five a full five minute battle that the went. Full the, five. Went the full way. They went the distance. It starts with Mauler and Master sort of colliding Just, in a sea of smoke yeah, and horror.
1: Tearing into each other.
0: Yeah, the the spinner or the spinning flails and the saw, both meat, smoke and stuff flies everywhere, but there's no real visible damage to anyone. No. And then you get four and a half minutes straight of the Master desperately trying to flip over Mauler and dropping him over and over again. So the
1: second half is quite slow, but that first half was absolute chaos. There were just bits of robots flying everywhere.
0: It was pretty crazy, wasn't it? Yeah, it's cool. That wasn't too bad of a match. That was actually quite good. The Master does win. Yes. Um, I think we kind of hear a judge's decision going on, although it's very hard to tell because of the audio.
1: Yeah, it seems to be like a who thinks that 4-1... I mean, sorry, Moolah. And and no no noise happens. And no noise happens, and then before we can hear the Master get announced, it just cuts to, uh, <laughs> to, Blendo, to Blendo Spinning, spinning Realms. <laughs> so we haven't got the best copy, but <laughs> I'm assuming what would have happened afterwards is they would have asked who thinks Master 1, and everybody started chanting Master. That happens during the middle of the match at one point. Yeah, he gets a charm. He's like genuinely over with the
0: fans. It's brilliant. It's a good good bot. So Master wins the second match of round two. Fairly dominant, to be honest. Uh, Mauler doesn't really move for most of the match. And the weapon kind of moves for most of it, but only very slowly after the first couple of collisions. Yeah. So solid win for the Master.
1: Even though he lost his uh, blade. Yeah, the
0: saw completely comes apart that's quite a common thing with the is the saw slowly just grinding away Mm. as the match goes on but that lifter at the back is still a very effective weapon in and of itself
1: really dependable as well again we see bots nowadays who can't do what they're doing there which is just stay reliable for the whole match
0: five minutes straight as well yeah
1: five minutes as well it's not easy and that was an intense five minutes
0: yeah there was impact and stuff happening bring us the next one the final match of round two is Blendo versus Doomore.
1: So, what do you think of Blendo versus Doomore? <laughs> what on earth was that? See, at first I wasn't very impressed with Doomore because it was just keeping distance and took a while to get going. It wasn't that impressive. Once it got stuck in, it just all went crazy. It kind of feels out Blendo for a bit. It's yeah. like, oh, well, I'll give it a shot, but it doesn't work. It kind of realises that it, it can go over Blendo as opposed to just have to tank the hits. Well, not only that,
0: it decides to fight fire with fire and starts spinning on the spot. It tries
1: to counter-spin Blendo.
0: Spinner versus spinner fight. A few minor impacts, Yeah, there.
1: Puts a couple of dents in Blendo. I think there was one decent lance shot. I, th- I think the lance is still maybe a bit too ambitious. <laughs> the it's most guy. of the lance shots were a bit... Yeah, It doesn't come out very quickly, does it? It's not like there's a lot of impact. It's sort of slowly... Protrudes out. I mean I guess in theory it would like puncture the bottom one hit and it'd be like a one hit knockout stab and then that's it. But in reality it just sort of limply sort of falls out of the <laughs> chamber and then just retracts again. <laughs> and it's quite quite disturbing to look yeah, at. Yeah, it's not great. I can tell you
0: Blendo won the match and due to a piece of Dumor being shot into the judge's booth by Blendo. Oh, Blendo is immediately declared joint winner and not allowed to compete again for safety concerns.
1: <laughs> so Blendo won, but isn't allowed in the rest of the competition.
0: Yeah, Blendo is now officially a co-winner of the Robot Wars 1995 heavyweight event.
1: Wow, okay. because it was too dangerous too dangerous to, to go to the final, yeah. so they had to give an honorary victory of the tournament. I think when
0: more started spinning when Blendo made impact on those spikes on the edge. Mm-hmm. I think some of them started to fling out into the audience and judges booth. And they realised this could end really, really badly.
1: They made the right choice. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so Blendo, winner via being too dangerous. Yeah,
1: winner via excessive violence. That's pretty good going. Considering it's a manly, manually started spinner, full bodied.
0: Imagine that in some other kind of sport. Imagine if a boxer was like, to, or a UFC fighter was like, right? We're going to declare
1: you joint champion because you're too dangerous to have in the ring with anyone. What is the correct comparison? Would that be like in football if you scored too many goals <laughs> that they were like, you know what? This is you're too efficient.
0: Here, have a trophy. <laughs> Here, have you, a trophy. You win
1: as well. But you're not allowed to play for the rest of the. Because I mean, part of the concern must have been that it was just going to wipe the floor with everything, I guess. Or it's hard to say that it loses, but it's hard to say that it wins, because it mostly just stays on the spot. And spins. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. But yeah, too dangerous. Too much of a threat to the audience and people in attendance. We do see it make impact with the side of the arena and there were sparks and whatnot, so it's
1: not like... Now, there's something we haven't spoken much about, which is the camera bot.
0: Yeah, there is a camera
1: bot in the arena. We don't get to see the footage from the camera bot. No, I wonder
0: what happened to that.
1: I'm guessing it moved... (laughs) How badly would it suck if it turned out that none of the footage actually worked like it did not work as (laughs) a camera at all so they had this whole dramatic i wonder if that even counts as a ref bot
0: maybe maybe it's some kind of ref bot made to like if something horrible happens it can go in and sort of clear it up a little bit before people have to go in there
1: exactly but it ends up um nearly getting too close to blendo having to hide behind a barrier that comes out as a uh arena hazard i guess (laughs) and then sparks start going everywhere Blendo gets almost lost in its own spin. Oh my God. There was a bit of drama in that match. That was genuinely a bizarre
0: match. And one of the most weird results we've ever seen, which is someone being declared winner of the competition before the final match has even happened. we have still got to declare the real winner of the competition. Blendo is an honorary winner. A co-champion of Robot Wars by being so dangerous that they decided just to make it. God. The co-champion. Full stop. Okay, well, spring. So, what's the next match? How do we top that? The next match is the final bout for the heavyweight division. Okay. We're looking at Thor versus the Master. Oh, line-up. Well, that was it, the grand final match. Basically consisted of Thor coming in, smacking the Master's sword so he can't use it anymore,
1: totally mangling it. Mm. And then it ends up as kind of a pushing match. Yeah, kind of. I mean, they're both like they're both good bots for that era in their own right, but opposite each other. They kind of counter each other out. It wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Like the first ten seconds was the best part. Yeah, where the the saw was getting wrecked by Thor's face, but after the saw the saw had gone, they just kind of got into a routine of pushing each other back and forth until Thor just starts. Smoking, like,
0: horrifyingly? Yeah, really badly. Like, well, first we were like, oh, that's just the normal amount of smoke that comes from Thor, because it usually yeah. is just, like, something venting. Yeah. But it slowly it completely engulfs the arena to the point where you can't see Thor anymore. Proper and- engulfs it, yeah. And I think at that point Thor is technically dead because I can tell you the Master wins this match. Hey! So our official champion, the Master, with
1: co-champion Blendo. You've got to hand it to Thor considering this was 1995 that was a very dependable hammer bot that's a really effective
0: weapon actually and that actually did damage as well most of the weapons we were seeing were
1: (laughs) ineffective at best exactly if they worked four's weird thing that it was hitting people with that the speed of the impact was crazy it was like snapping down at them really good stuff that was a An
0: interesting end, and I suppose Thor and the Master were the two best performing bots out of the lot of the heavyweights, so really good. Would have been nice to see what they'd have done against Blendo,
1: though. Oh,
0: Blendo. Too dangerous for that era. So, your thoughts on the heavyweight division of 1995?
1: Yeah, it was actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Yes, good. Because I've still got memories of the last time we tried to review.
0: And, old school uh, stuff. yeah <laughs>
1: it was awful <laughs> it was awful clearly in the space in between that one and this one people had actually sat down and come up with actual functioning bots that could compete and the master's awesome the master's great a really really cool bot two weapons that was that's the best part really because the sword just gets nuked very quickly by anything that can tank it As soon as that happens turn around start using the crocodile face Brilliant. Well, now I move on to the
0: middleweight tournament. Now, there are less robots in this one, so it's a quicker tournament. Okay. Round one, we Mm -hmm. will start with Dawn Patrol versus Satoru Special 2. That was uneventful, to say the least. Let's talk about the two machines quickly. Dawn Patrol, armourless, triangular, with three saws on the front point of it, Mm -hmm. in a triangular formation. The bigger of the two, Satoru Special 2... Plank of wood with a bunch of electrolytes on Tiny with little crane arm,
1: I guess. Almost
0: with a tiny, little crane arm, with a tiny, tiny little saw on the end, like a dentist drill. Almost, yeah. it's absolutely redundant. Yeah, it's <laughs> how not, you could ever aim that at something? Not an aggressive
1: know. weapon, that's for definite.
0: Both of these robots are armorless and they're just totally exposed. But they
1: still can't they do can't, much damage to yeah, each <laughs> other. That's a
0: good point. They can't immobilize each other. No, this is four minutes straight of them just joined at the hip yep
1: they clinch up and then they're stuck there that's
0: it that's the whole match they just push each other for a little while good
1: four minutes of that
0: (laughs) every now and then there's the odd little spark where a saw hits something but it doesn't amount to anything no at the end it sounds like they're starting to do the audience judge decision you can't tell what's going on i can tell you dawn patrol one did it
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I it could guess have got me away. It
0: really, there was, there was nothing to this match whatsoever. No. We'll move on to the second match of the middleweight division, uh-huh. which is La Machine versus Boy Howdy. Poor Boy Howdy. Well, that oh, just, dear. that just flew by. That did. La Machine, uh, I can tell you now, is a pioneer of the wedge design. One oh, of the big originals yeah. and,
1: oh, the speed of it. It's incredibly quick. It's practically touching the floor. It, drives straight up to boy howdy which is sort of a what like a red pointy it's a red box
0: it has like this arrowhead like plow on the front like it has a
1: beak i guess that's how you describe it so it just charges right up to it immediately gets underneath it messes around with it for a bit does it again boy howdy ends up on its side can't self-write that's the end of the match. 39 seconds. Yeah, from start to finish. 39 seconds. Bear in mind they have to get to each other first. <laughs> it didn't take La Machine long no, to get to it. La Machine just shot across the arena. Pinpoint accuracy. Job done.
0: Yeah, boy howdy didn't get a look in. Easy win for La Machine. And I may as well say it now since I don't know how the melee slash rumble system works. La Machine wins the middleweight rumble for this event. Excellent. And the heavyweight rumble. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That wedge shape—it's
1: the wedge shape. It flips mm. everything over, and then what can you do? That's it. Nothing else. Can, nothing can survive. Nothing survives a wedge shape. Nothing self-writing in there. <laughs> nope. This is nineteen ninety-five.
0: Only thing I could think of that would work would be the master because that could, surely can work both it's ways. Upside down, yeah, yeah. It looks invertible. It's invertible. Must but, be. La Machine. easy win. On to match numero three, which is Scorpion versus Have a nice day. Okay, so Scorpion is a red box with a sort of pointed
1: rodent like f- face of a front. It looks like it should be, it should have a trailer that it should drag along and it's missing. <laughs> so there's just this like long. <laughs> <laughs> stick with a wheel on the end <laughs> sticking out of- the back of it i suppose that's supposed to be scorpion tail of course it is yeah but i mean like the actual bot itself is great it's the best looking bot we've seen so far in the competition it looks like it could
0: have come from a few years later yeah late 90s UK robot wars in terms of the paintwork.
1: The the most advanced thing about the bot is the paintwork.
0: It has glowing red eyes. <laughs> and it's glowing red it's eyes completely painted red.
1: It's all it, smooth and rounded and cool looking. It has armor over the whole
0: thing, which is which believe is it or not quite an advanced thing. Revolutionary. Its main form of attack is it seems to spin on the spot and then the end of its tail will hit you.
1: That's cool. So, let's talk about have a nice day.
0: What is the shape of Have a Nice Day?
1: Okay, so Have a Nice Day does actually look like something out of Star Trek, I guess. Something that flies. I thought it was going to be a rounded wedge, but then you look and you realise that at the front, which should just be rampway, basically, it actually goes inwards. (laughs)
0: It's like a piece missing. Yeah, exactly. It's inverted.
1: So it kind of looks like the main body component of the Enterprise...
0: With a piece missing. With a
1: piece missing, or a few pieces missing. And then there's a saw on it as well. And there's a saw on the back, and I don't know. I don't know. So the match itself, have a nice day, doesn't get going. It doesn't move. The saw goes, but it doesn't move at all.
0: Scorpion (laughs) slowly makes its way over to have a nice day. Runs into the sides of the arena, runs into the arena hazards, which are just two um, football nets put up on the side, which are supposed to capture the robots, but don't. That's it. After about a minute of making its way to Have a Nice Day, it spins on the spot, hits it a few times, We get some sparks where it hits the saw, and then the match is declared over. Scorpion wins because Have a Nice Day didn't start.
1: And that's it? That's it. Dumb. Awful. Easy win
0: for Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely dreadful, wasn't it? <laughs> but Scorpion is through. Yeah. Done for Scorpion. Mm. Match number four of the middleweights is X1 versus Ladybug. Okay, that was weird. That's
1: a thing. That's, that's a thing that just happened.
0: X1... Yep. is a small six-wheeled
1: box with a small spike and a lifting arm. Which is nice and standard. It kind of fits in with the era. The lifter's quite advanced. Pretty cool bot. Yeah. Ladybug is a big ladybug. <laughs> a big, ugly... It, it looks like someone had never seen a ladybug before, but had one described to them and then tried to build a robot.
0: At what point does someone say, and uh, ladybugs, yeah, they wear a little hat.
1: I <laughs> well, said so they might wear a little hat, so you best put a little hat on. Or did and... you think, ladybug
0: ladies, ladies wear hats? So, sure. Like,
1: what what pro- thought process has gone through here? It's almost too much logic. So, ladybug doesn't appear to have a weapon. Um, its weapon appears to be to self destruct. <laughs> Considering how small X1 is in comparison, mm-hmm.
0: X1 gingerly makes its way towards Ladybug, mm-hmm. lightly touches it,
1: immediately Ladybug is engulfed in smoke. Something bursts within it and flumes of smoke start coming out and then it just continues to push it very slowly <laughs> across the arena and against the wall.
0: Whilst the smoke is just slowly engulfing it completely. And that's the match. That's it. They're stuck against the
1: wall for a path for
0: about a minute of it.
1: So There's no real match at all. Basically, it's a pushing match, and Ladybug doesn't stand a chance, despite (laughs) being three times the size of X1. I don't understand this at all. So I think it goes without saying that X1 wins. X1 dominated the match
0: by simply being able to survive for more than a minute without imploding.
1: It's not bad going.
0: There we go that's that x1 win and we're on to the semi-finals i guess for the middleweight division all right match one was dawn patrol versus la machine so how long was that
1: five seconds ten seconds i think we were looking about because that video was 50 seconds and it included the introductions (laughs) so we're looking about 20 seconds of actual combat
0: La Machine runs into Dawn Dawn Patrol, Dawn Patrol flips over on its side against the wall, done. Like not even, there was no other offence. The whole match was La Machine flipping over Dawn Patrol, done.
1: The gradient on La Machine is the exact right um, steepness that anybody seems to hit will land exactly on its own side. And that's it, it's done. It's not too like low, it's not too impossibly steep, it's just the right amount. That was an execution, that was. Had no problems. All done. That's
0: it. Done. Um, done it. Easy match. Second match of the semi-finals for the middleweights is Scorpion versus X1. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was another short match. These are really short
0: matches. Yeah, absolutely dominant by X1. Yeah. Walks into Scorpion. Scorpion doesn't really do much. Lifts Scorpion by the tail. Waits until the countdown timer goes down yeah. and wins.
1: Technically incapacitated Scorpion. Started just doing circles around Scorpion whilst holding the tail up. So Scorpion was just basically getting dragged around in a circle.
0: Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Scorpion couldn't do anything. Its wheels went on the ground. The end. It was a dominating win. Yep. So two dominating wins bring us to the final to crown the grand champion of the middleweights for Robot Wars 1995. It's X1 versus La Machine. Any prediction?
1: Ooh, La Machine for the win, I'm thinking. We'll soon find out. Oh, well, we certainly will.
0: Okay. Well, that match lasted a little longer than we expected.
1: I don't feel like it should have, though.
0: No, it was a... Well, I guess it's two proto-flippers facing each other. you got one yeah. with a lifter and one as a wedge. Yeah. The match is really just La Machine getting under X1 over and over again, but X1 never quite going over, so technically the match keeps going.
1: I mean, X1's shape being very flat, thin, awkward bits on the sides, as acting as i guess wheel armor but it just can't be balanced on its side so which is obviously la machine's calling card at this point so it never tips over unfortunately not
0: only does it not tip over it doesn't really do anything the no poor old x1 you- other than dodging la machine's first onslaught attack
1: it stopped working about two minutes into the match. (laughs) And then the rest was just La Machine just repeatedly ramming into it. It looked like it almost crawled under the net hazard to die. (laughs) You know?
0: just kind of stopped under there for a long time. Slowly
1: makes its way underneath the the netting and just waits under there. (laughs) La Machine just still going completely crazy.
0: Needless to say your middleweight champion for 1995 is la machine pretty dominant bot. there's not much else that needs to be said about it la machine
1: is a great shape no active weapon
0: no active weapon it is just a wedge pretty much the first wedge of its kind though so oh, yeah. it dominates a lot wedge plus power and speed is essentially what it is with the perf, like you said before the
1: perfect uh steepness yeah, to that exactly well. yeah the, just the right gradient to just knock bots onto their side unfortunately x1 cannot be knocked onto its side which made the match drag on but regardless it was still dominating victory for la machine easy la machine win
0: la machine 1995 champions up there with Ooh. blendo and the master
1: there you go and yet the name la machine doesn't jump out at me
0: it doesn't. It's been. its It is known as a, uh, a legendary bot. Excellent. It's a part. Pi- it is a pioneer of, of flippers. Essentially, everything that's that design is essentially copying that
1: machine. I mean, I suppose if you took that wedge shape and then applied a flipper to it, that'd be hella dominating.
0: They in this competition, it would yeah. destroy. So now we move on to the lightweights. Good God! <laughs> so the lightweights. Even smaller than this. Uh Uh-huh. And we're looking at the first match being Uh between Sonic and Black Sheep. These are the two robots I struggled to find the most information of. There's like nothing anywhere online about either of these. Sonic is a flat, fast robot, triangular in shape, almost carbide-like in terms of its shape. But instead of a spinner at the front...
1: It's got something...
0: Yeah, we can't tell whether it's a saw or a spike because of the video quality. Black Sheep is a bright yellow box.
1: It looks like someone pulled the drawer out of a chest of drawers and Um, then just chucked some wheels underneath it. It
0: It might very well be that by the looks of it. There's nothing more to it. It's a box with wheels.
1: A wooden box, we think.
0: Yeah, it might be wooden. I can't tell. Uh, The match consists of Black Sheep not moving and Sonic flailing about wildly. Perfect. That's it. That's the whole match. Nothing Oops. happens.
1: No, no, no real weapon action as far as we can tell. No tactics. Nothing. Just black sheep stops working eventually, and that's it. That's the whole match. Yep. One minute
0: thirty somehow drags on. This is the problem with having a 30 second countdown timer for immobilization.
1: Imagine if we had that now. Oh, oh God, just sitting there waiting. 30 seconds. 30 seconds is 30, a long
0: time when nothing's 29, happening. 29, 28, oh. 20. Oh, my God. No way. Would not work. Well, congratulations, Sonic. You're through. Match number two, Los Gringos Loco versus
1: Kitty Puff Puff. Oh, you heard me right. <laughs> Los Gringos Loco. Loco versus Kitty Puff Puff. Mm-hmm. Weirdest match yet? Yeah, that's the weirdest one. Certainly the weirdest weapon of choice.
0: So Los Gringos Loco is a tuna can-shaped robot with a spinning blade on the top.
1: Yeah, sort of a helicopter spinning
0: blade. Helicopter spinning blade on a little round bot. Kitty Puff Puff is a septagonal wedge with a spike on the front. Uh huh. And on the top is the Maxis logo because it's made by Will Wright of oh, uh sims go. and sim city fame what so, a guy yeah, yeah. I actually put his company's logo on the top i remember this is san francisco this is Techland.
1: yeah the match itself is bizarre okay so gringos locos not really functioning just sort of stays in its side um the the blade's spinning round but the bot itself is not going anywhere so kitty puff puff So I have to say that? Yep. Kitty Puff Puff makes its way across the arena, goes towards it, tanks one hit from the spinning blade, and then it's almost as if you blink, you look again, and suddenly there's cling film coming out of Kitty Puff Puff, and it's all wrapped up in Gringos helicopter blades. I don't know, or around it somehow.
0: Well, the last minute of the match is Kitty Puff Puff circling... Los Gringos Locos. Wrapping
1: it. Wrapping it in Wrapping cling film. Wrapping it up yeah. in cling film by just circling it and dragging this cling film out around it. I don't know how it attached What's, the cling Where did the film cling film come from? Out of Skitty Puff Puffs behind somehow. But how did it get it onto the blades? I mean, it would have had to have had the, the the beginning of the cling film at the front where it tanked the hit. I know. And then the rest is just being dispensed slowly out of the other side of the bot. Well, oh. I don't know where to start. Needless to
0: say, Kitty Puff Puff win by entrapping their opponent.
1: I mean, as far as entanglement weapons go...
0: I suppose that's there. Playing that, film. That's it's a, an early
1: entanglement, I guess.
0: It's a weird one. I've never seen anything quite like it. No. Should we talk about Gringos Locos' introduction? So,
1: what, where the team come running out?
0: The team come running out, place it down, then... Uh, do
1: like ninja
0: style they kind of poses pose, and then run that away? Makes some
1: sort of strongman kind of poses. Um, and then they run off. And they shouldn't have run off really because 20 seconds later they were back on the on the <laughs> page having to drag the bot back off again <laughs> and try and unwrap cling film.
0: <laughs> well, that
1: was unlike anything I've ever
0: seen before. Yep. Yeah. On to match number three for the Lightweights. It's Test Toaster 1 versus SPS number one. A lot of number ones in this. Yeah, like they're really <laughs> anticipating they're going to have another robot.
1: <laughs> How do we talk about this one? Well, let's talk
0: about the bots first. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about SPS-1 first. Okay. It's a small red dome Yep, with a spike blade on the front. A
1: pretty standard bot.
0: Standard little lightweight dome. Okay. Test toaster one. Now, bear with me here. What I'm about to say is not a joke. It is this. It is a paint can Uh on wheels Uh with a piece of wood with a nail sticking out as the weapon.
1: That is literally what it is. I think if you look inside the paint can, you can see like it's it's hollow. And you can just about see what I assume might be the engine, I guess. (laughs) I mean... That's it. And then it's got just two wheels that look like they came straight off pram. (laughs) Not a proper pram. We're talking like a buggy. And it's just got a massive plank of wood with a nail sticking out of it. That's the weapon. It is the most rudimentary bot ever. It literally is Test Toaster 1, isn't it? (laughs) That was the most applicable name. It's
0: the the bare minimum Mm. robot we've ever seen. This is a pair of wheels stuck to a bunch of stuff found in a garden shed. It's
1: awful, awful. So, which one wins?
0: <laughs> of course, it has to be Test Toaster 1, because SPS 1, we see for about five seconds, and then it just gets engulfed by the side of the arena, and we don't see it for ever again.
1: SPS 1, out of sheer fear at the sight of Test Toaster 1, just went screaming straight into the Upside Down and was never seen again. This, this and it just it. disappears. The it's last gone.
0: minute of the match is just Testosterone 1, <laughs> aimlessly wandering about, trying to find something to do. I've never seen anything quite like it. And
1: that's difficult for a bot that doesn't have any moving parts. <laughs> <laughs> All it can do is just go around in a circle. Absolutely. So, ah. Oh. Please tell me the next match is going to actually have some Calibre fighting.
0: Mate, (laughs) I just read what the next match is. The next match Mm -hmm. is Piranabot versus Andy Roid. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, he's back.
1: So, (laughs) sometimes I'm like, I'm trying to get to sleep at night and I just start to drift off. And then I remember that Andy Roid existed and that's it. I'm alert and wide awake.
0: Andy Roy, still a boy on a trike, but did you notice the differences?
1: He's got some sort of crash helmet on now instead of just a baseball cap.
0: That's true. The wheels are now red instead of black.
1: I'm assuming they're soaked in the blood of <laughs> <think> the enemies <laughs> run over that over the new years. new
0: weapon, instead of a tin can on the back of a string... Which acts as entanglement, yeah. Has spikes on the rear Uh that are about a foot off the ground, so it doesn't hit anything because it's in the lightweight division anyway.
1: Yeah, it's not going to find anything that big, is it?
0: The opponent, Piranabot, is just a really, really small box of a tiny saw on an arm.
1: Didn't really matter, did it?
0: No. Believe it or not, Andy Roy's dominated this match. Really did. By just ramming Piranabot into the sidewall, and then Piranabot stopped working, and we had to wait. 30 seconds for Piranabot to be counted out whilst Andyroid sinisterly rode around the arena.
1: And then that was it. And the horrible thing about Andyroid is how realistic it is. It's not just a kid on a trike. The legs and the arms move and the mouth moves.
0: Yeah, the mouth opens and closes like it's talking. If like it's s- chanting yeah. some incantation. And oh. <laughs> you <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's, it's just so horrible and it's like I don't know putting it in like the arena against all of these machines of death and yet it's got that calm grin it's kind of like they threw Chucky in the mix <laughs> oh god it's such it's a weird, wrong like, you're
0: gonna love his next match but oh, for god now we're on to round two the semi-finals of the lightweights yep. first match being Sonic versus Kitty Puff Puff Oh boy, what a mess!
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, both robots look pretty similar. Luckily, Kitty Puff Puff is about twice the size of Sonic, so that's yeah. really what you've got to go on. They're both the same, pretty much the same design as well. Yeah, except Kitty Puff Puff is using that cling film. Do we think it's tape now?
1: It seems to stick to everything.
0: Yeah, I think it might be Sellotape. Yeah. that comes out the back of it, and it just gets everywhere. Sonic appears to dominate most of the match.
1: Doesn't appear to be affected by the tape.
0: No, not particularly well. It just ends with... Both of them seem to stop at the exact same time. I think what happens is Kitty Puff Puff pushes Sonic into the wall, Mm. rams it there with its spike, waits for the countdown timer, Mm -hmm. and then is declared the winner, I'm guessing because it was was the one on the offensive, and it 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 was the one pushing Sonic into the wall. Other than that, Sonic was more dominant, I'd have said. Yeah. Weird, but, weird match. But Kitty
1: Puff Puff wins. Kitty Puff Puff wins. That doesn't make any sense, does it?
0: It doesn't. It was a really strange match. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. No, nope, that is. It's a. It's
1: a nothing match. It's weird.
0: Well, huh. we're on to what I'm pretty sure is going to be your match of the night. Oh, okay, okay. Because I think it features your two favourite robots. Well, Andy Roid. Oh God. Versus Test Toaster One.
1: Of course, of course, those two ended up against each other. Any prediction for the winner? Nobody wins <laughs> in this one. We all lose. We all lose. <laughs>
0: it was a better match than I thought it was going to be. I mean, Let's it, put it that yeah, way.
1: It was It was a match, which is more than what I was expecting out of these two. The issue with Andyroid
0: is all it can do is run around in circles and hope that the other robot stops working, yeah. which is a fair tactic at this point of time. Especially when you're going up against an empty paint can with a plank of wood. Unfortunately... The empty paint can with a plank of wood with a nail in it destroys Andy (laughs) Royd wailing on the wheels with that nail
1: (laughs) to the point where Andy Royd
0: starts to just buckle and stops working. stops
1: working. Takes a hit from the arena hazard and then that's it.
0: Test Toaster 1 just dominated Andy Royd by pitting it with a
1: a nail on the end of a plank of wood. (laughs) What a weird sentence. When you actually stop and think about it.
0: It's a plank of wood. it's a nail in a plank of wood bot. We've never seen one
1: before or since. Nope, it is unique. Maybe it's the answer to carbide. The thing is when we're describing it, it sounds like we're describing it in a mocking way, but we're not. It's literally a paint can with a plank of wood sticking out of it. There's no like, and I don't mean like, it looks like a paint can. It literally is a paint can. With a plank of with wood With a plank sticking of wood and a the nail. End of the plank of wood yeah. is a nail. And there's not, that's not like, we're not mocking how it looks. It literally, actually, physically, is a paint can with a plank of wood and a nail.
0: And it just, it's just made its way to the final, the grand final of the lightweight division
1: in Robot Wars 1995. Let that sink in. Oh, that's so weird. So, the the, the grand final of this weight division. Test Toaster 1 versus Kitty Puff Puff.
0: <sighs> <laughs> N- bucket with nail and plank of wood versus a sellotape
1: dispenser <laughs> <laughs> so what the hell was that so it turns out if you get two bots that have no offense and no redeeming qualities whatsoever and you put them in a match for the championship for the championship nothing happens
0: they spend nearly five minutes straight both spinning on the spot slowly occasionally touching each other that is the whole match five straight minutes of just them
1: hoping one of them will run into the other one whilst they're spinning on the spot i don't feel like i don't feel like anything happened in that match not (laughs) a single incident or event Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's one of the
0: worst matches I've ever seen, because not only is it terrible, you have to endure it for five full minutes. Five full minutes of just two things quasi-bumping into each other. Lightly bumping into each other. If you're lucky. Accidentally bumping into each other, and then apologizing. I hate it. I hate it so much. I can tell you that the lightweight champion of Robot Wars 1995 is... Holder of the trophy is a paint can... With a piece oh. of wood sticking out and a nail in the end of it. Test Toaster One walked away with the trophy.
1: Test Toaster One. The paint can. The paint can, just one Robot Wars. Again, if you're thinking we're just mocking it with this <laughs> description, go on Google, typing test toaster one robot wars. It's a paint can. <laughs> There's nothing else about it. There's no redeeming quality, no active weapon. You can't argue that paint can is armour. <laughs> it's an open paint can it's an open, open anyway. paint can. You can see right through it. It's a hollow tube with possibly an engine in it, but I couldn't guarantee it, to be honest.
0: <laughs> they might have just rolled it out there and it's just going. And it just,
1: somehow the momentum just kept going. It's the weirdest thing.
0: It's the Robot Wars 1995 lightweight champion.
1: It's they, they probably wish it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> but but nonetheless, it is. What do you reckon? That was talk about strange. I'm upset. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I wish I. I wish. I mean, <laughs> where do you start with this? Because I, I mean, Kitty Puff Puff's gimmick was it was a tape dispenser. <laughs>
0: A tape expense with a spike on it. Yeah. that is the whole. That is the robot.
1: So basically, the least applicable bots got to the finals <laughs> and then did nothing for five, and did nothing minutes, for five minutes. And They just declared the crappiest one
0: as the winner because why not? Out of pity, I oh, don't know.
1: Not the strongest division, really. To be fair, no,
0: no. Well, on to the final. God, weight class. What's the first one? Match one is Fuzzy Yum Yum versus Zomo. Fuzzy Yum Yum, made by Will Wright and controlled by the daughter of Will Wright, Cassidy Wright, is just a box Mm -hmm. with tape coming out the end because that seems to be their gimmick. Zomo is a metal wizard's hat.
1: Did look like that. The match consists... (laughs) I mean, much like a metal wizard's hat, (laughs) it... It's static. It can't move, <laughs> so it just sat there. Unless and then that one the wizard's head—it does
0: not move anywhere.
1: <laughs> that Yum
0: yum runs repeatedly into a wall, yeah.
1: but because it's moving,
0: it wins.
1: And that's it. That's Even though the... it could not change direction, no, that it was could it. only go forward into a wall. No. Jesus. Match number two. <laughs> yep.
0: The spiked master. No relation to the master. Oh, okay. Versus Piranabot. The same Piranabot as before. Don't know how that works. Maybe they took something out of it.
1: You can enter two.
0: Yep, and two weight classes. Well, God, Spiked Master is a remote-controlled car with the shell taken off and spikes on it.
1: That's just lazy.
0: It is. It's really lazy, but yeah. it wins. How? I don't know. <laughs> it's four minutes of them aimlessly wandering into each... Well, aimlessly wandering around, which yeah. sometimes results in them bumping into each
1: they kinda other. They kind of get tied up for a bit against the um, arena, arena wall, wall I yeah. guess, but no, that was a terrible. That was terrible.
0: It ends of them both stuck on each other, and then the timer goes down, and they just go, Yeah, Spike Master won. And you're like, Okay, I guess. And then that's it.
1: It's dumb. Yeah, that's dumb. it. Dumb. End of. Spike no Master
0: wins the match. Oh. Wins God. the match that no one wanted to see. What a slog this is becoming. <laughs> match number three Nexus 7 versus Fast Eddie. So, what do you think of that match?
1: That was just as bad as any of the other ones we've watched recently. So. It's awful, isn't it? Fast Eddie is some sort of squashed pyramid cheese mess- with mouse traps
0: attached to it as the weapon. So it
1: kind of makes sense, but why fast Eddie? I've got no idea.
0: I don't know, because Nexus 7 is really fast. So Genuinely fast, fast. you asked, is that fast Eddie? Yeah. And, I was like, no. and I was really
1: disappointed with the answer. <laughs> no, Nexus so 7
0: was actually quite Nexus speedy. Nexus 7 also looks great. Yeah, Nexus 7 cool looked look look decent. I'm I guess the, since they both did nothing, it went to a judge's decision, and the audience went with Nexus 7 because it looks better.
1: That was it? Yeah. That was it? would Nothing happen in the match at all? No, nothing. Oh, they ran nothing into to each other aimlessly. Yeah.
0: Next match, KMM versus GIGON.
1: KMM, mm-hmm. GIGON.
0: I, uh, I can't see if it's GIGON or Gigan. G-I-G-A-N, I think I put, so I think it's Gigan.
1: It might correct me.
0: Right, so KMM yep. stands for Kriegmaschine Mensch, which is German for War Machine Man.
1: War Machine Man. It okay. is a
0: big green thing, fluorescent green thing, mm-hmm. with two pincers on the front. Gigan is really small,
1: lazy. I don't know what it's that to is be. a remote control car that's been covered in a bin bag, a bin bag, or some sort of maybe duct tape or something. But it's awful. its not. It's awful. awful. So immediately, well, I mean, <laughs> the match goes exactly as you think it would probably go. Kmm grabs Gigan.
0: And wins immediately. That's, That's it. The whole match. A it's minute. done just like yeah. that. Next match Snickers versus Spiny Norman two. Oh, we know this one. Spiny Norman's back. Turns out Spiny Norman two also made by Will Wright. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. This guy's a bit pretty. So I know who to
0: write to now to get Spiny Norman <laughs> and to him into modern competition. Yeah.
1: Bring him back. Spiny Norman. Clap, 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 clap. Spiny
0: (laughs) So Spiny Norman 2 is just like Spiny Norman 1. It's
1: almost identical. It's
0: a spiky box. Whereas Snickers is a plain white box.
1: Literally a plain white box. There's no weapon, no outstanding features.
0: It spends 90% of the match spinning on the spot Mm -hmm. while Spiny Norman 2 runs into it. And at the very end,
1: unbelievably...
0: The football net comes down and somehow immobilises Snickers, and that's how Spiny Norman wins. There you go. There's not much more to say. No. There's so little to say when it's two boxes, two super lightweight or featherweight boxes.
1: With no actual offense, because Spiny Norman has spikes on it, but doesn't have the weight behind each charge <laughs> to actually do any damage. No,
0: it's just it's just, it's just, exactly what you'd expect for a bot called Spiny Norman. God. That's Spiny Norman. He's going through.
1: He is going through.
0: We're now looking at Hollowbot versus Vladimir. So. Okay, Holobot yep. is a flat bot with a small mm-hmm. saw. Yep. There is nothing more to say. Nothing. Vladimir is a little more interesting looking. Bright red with a mm-hmm. scary face on the front, a little tongue poking out, which is like a flap of paper. Cool design. Um, and I think that has a big spike coming out where its teeth is. It looks nice. The match is random running about until eventually Vladimir stops working. If yeah. it sounds like we're rushing through this, in some ways we are, but it's
1: because it's awful. There's nothing to say about these matches. It's just that none of them really have much of an active weapon. There are literally five-minute matches of nothing happening.
0: You, you can't cover it.
1: Not even Jonathan Pearce yeah, could make this work. You couldn't work.
0: have him commentate on it, because no. there'd be nothing to say. Oh, oh boy. But that's Hollowbot through. Okay. Next match, Ziggy versus Slow Mo 2. We've got to the point where we're skipping through the long matches now, because these super lightweight matches, let's put it this way, when the heavyweight matches, most of them don't have effective active weapons. No. These super lightweights have literally nothing going on. They are just boxes running into each other. Exactly. Ziggy is a long, flat wedge with a couple of spikes on it. Slow Mo 2 is a really generic looking box wedge. They run at each other for five minutes straight. Nothing happens.
1: The crowd decides Ziggy wins. (laughs) It was the longest five minutes of my life, and we skimmed through most of it, so that's quite impressive. (laughs) It's genuine. This is getting to the point where it's genuinely awful. I have nothing to say about that. Nothing. Okay, the next match.
0: Mm -hmm. SPS2 versus The Orb of Doom.
1: Is this their attempt to try and jazz it up a bit?
0: Mate, this is something I've never seen before in my life. So, the, the Orb of Doom is exactly what you think it is.
1: It's a ball. <laughs> That's yeah. SPS 2. It uses the balloons to fly. It's a drone attached to two balloons with a net <laughs> off the so bottom. The is it's going to capture that in its net. Is that right? Yep. This is so stupid. <laughs> Please don't let it be. Oh my god. No, there's no way anything can happen.
0: Look at that thing. Tell me this is the not the best match you've ever seen.
1: How is this a real match? Oh my god, stuff happened. It got tangled up in the frickin' hazard. Look at it. You just look at what's happening on the screen right now. You couldn't explain it to someone, could you? Look at it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it on sight. Okay, there you go.
0: Figure Tell that me that wasn't the best match you've ever seen in your life.
1: So <laughs> Orb of Doom is legitimately a ball that rolls around. It's
0: Psycho Sprout, the exact same yep. thing. It's a ball same that concept. rolls around. Yep. Now please
1: describe to me SPS2. So FPS2 is a, like I say, a drone... And it's suspended in the air by two very large helium balloons. We're talking person-sized balloons, massive helium balloons. balloons. And underneath, its weapon of choice is like (laughs) it's like a net. So the plan is it would fly over opposing bot and capture them in the net. The problem is it has no control over where it's going.
0: (laughs) it's almost like it's controlled by the wind effect it's, on the balloons.
1: There is a point where it actually starts to attack the audience instead. <laughs> it,
0: just, it wanders into the audience. There's nothing they but can do Well, it's controlled about by it. two helium People balloons. People just sort of start pushing it away, like, please stop. <laughs> the way the net hanged out, it looks like a jellyfish. The way it's just... It's the most bizarre thing. And
1: the Orb of Doom breaks down within a minute. An SPS2 still can't catch it. It's the the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I never (laughs) want to see that again. That is. Oh my god, that was so strange. That is
0: perhaps
1: the most out there robot
0: bout ever.
1: Oh god, it's so, so upsetting to watch. I've never
0: seen It's a robot suspended by balloons, dragging a net along the floor against an orb. Neither one of them has any form of offense on yeah. the other,
1: and that's it. That's all we can do. We can only summarize it as that.
0: SPS two one really? <laughs> yeah, because all, the all broke down.
1: I guess it did. It was hard to tell whether SPS had broken down and was just just suspended by helium.
0: Oh my god! Oh Christ. god! How much more of this is there? Right. I'm going to skip some of it and just get to the... Um... I'd say, like, even like... It's not like it's so exciting we can afford to stay up late to watch this. It's, like, it's not like we're like, you know what, no, this oh, is so no. good, I'll, I'll stay up till 2am just to see the rest oh, no. of this battle. This is ridiculous. Um, The next round, Spiked Master, KMM, Holobot, and Ziggy win. SPS2 goes out, you'd be glad to know. I don't know if the balloons get popped, probably not. <laughs> we like to think. <laughs> Well,
1: let's pretend that happened.
0: Semi-finals, spiked... Uh, nope, KMM and Holobot go through. I can tell you the winner at the end of it mm-hmm. is KMM wins the lightweight division. I cannot physically watch any more... Sorry, no. super lightweight division. I cannot physically watch any more of the super lightweight division.
1: They may as well have given a bunch of remote control cars to a bunch of kids and just let them have it
0: and when you think 5 minutes per match oh it's so <clears throat> there's horrible. about 20 30 matches for this division none of them have active weapons or they, some of them have minor active weapons they very rarely break down it's
1: just them oh it's because a lot of them are just remote control cars store bought remote control cars
0: they really are just with some like a spike put on it and that's it never going to work so that was robot wars 1995
1: thoughts <clears throat> well i wasn't expecting a flying bot so that was neat i was not expecting some pretty decent heavyweights you know what? the heavyweight division not bad every other division big issues
0: <laughs> massive issues primary issue being that n- none of the robots are capable of anything i mean for god's sake a paint
1: bucket a paint bucket won a division
0: paint bucket has won no the championship. Offense.
1: No offence needed. A, f- a, a balloon <laughs> won a match. Yeah. It's it's a bit... A balloon of a net on the end. <laughs> and it won a match against the ball. Where do you start? You don't. There's no where. You there's no, Oh,
0: yeah. Instead of rating it out of five, mm-hmm. would you recommend this to people?
1: Not if I wanted to remain friends with them. <laughs> or for them to like <laughs> Robot Wars.
0: I'd say check out the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. You've got some classic robots in there. Yeah. Maybe the middleweights, because you've got La Machine with its, um, well, just check out La Machine's matches yeah. at that point. Yeah. The rest of it, only absolute purest completionist must see every robot battle ever. Yeah. Because even we couldn't watch all of it. We couldn't make it. There's it's just too much. It's, it's too much. it's too much. It's too much and it's too bad. It's awful. There's There's nothing making me sit there and think, I'll later, I'll go through them then. I'll I'll watch them. No, I'm never watching the rest of the Super Lightweight Battles.
1: It was was legitimate garbage.
0: Well, good news. Next episode, we're back to Robot Wars. We're back to actual Robot Wars. Modern Robot Wars. On on Sunday. Thank Christ. Yeah. Matches we can enjoy. And matches that if we don't enjoy, will last a maximum of three minutes, not five. (laughs) And will be edited to cut all the crap.
1: With dependable bots that do
0: exciting
1: things. That have weapons. That have actual weapons. That aren't on a balloon. (laughs) That aren't being suspended in the air by helium. With a net. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. You can follow us at Podcast Activate. Because somebody already had at Activate Podcast. And we aren't bitter about that at all. You can also email us. ActivatePodcast at gmail.com We will read stuff that you tweet us. Yeah, we also need a lot of predictions. So the big it's final.
0: Almost at the big grand yeah. final. Oh can't wait. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be better than this.
1: Well yeah. I'd be so <laughs> worried if it wasn't. Oh
0: god. <laughs> that would be the end. That'd be it. That'd the be robot All robot wars. If a Even paint live can they cancel everything.
1: Everything just gets chucked in the bin. <laughs> Giant skip appears and everything goes in it. See you next week for a good episode. <laughs>